whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi, and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about season 10, episodes 29 and 30, Umbrella. And Kelsey, will you please read us the YouTube summary? Would love to. Claire's parents' divorce is happening, whether she likes it or not, and they're selling the house. Feeling totally unwanted and irrelevant in her own home, she's despondent, but Eli's parents have a strange offer. Drew notices Fiona, and he's working the Drew Torres charm on her, but she's not interested. Maybe Adam can convince Fiona that Drew's a good guy, or does Adam want Fiona for himself? The fact that Dave's dad is a cop at Degrassi is hurting his chances with some new friends. Dave's desperate to leave the nerd circle behind, but Wesley won't go quietly. Sure. Why not? Yeah. I have no opinion on this summary. <laughs> um, uh, the episode title is Umbrella, which is a 2007 Rihanna song. Um, as far, also, I love this song. Um, All Time Low did a cover of this song. I know, and the many pop punk covers of this song. Uh, and as far as the episode goes, I think it definitely works for the the Claire Eli thing. Because it's like, I'll be there for you forever. Like, you can stand under my umbrella. Like, I'll always be there for you. Because that's their whole vibe this episode. Pretty much. Um, otherwise, I don't really know. Mm, Not fine. really. <laughs> it works for the one plot the one line. plot, which is like, that's kind of all you need sometimes. As long as it fits the A plot. Yeah. Um, so, also, I'm just going to give a warning. I took no fashion notes for this episode and the next episode. I don't think I took a lot. Now that they're in uniforms, there's a lot less to pay attention to. That's true. Um, Yeah, actually, let's just get into fashion since you said you have, like, none. Adam cut his hair. Oh, I love Adam's hair. Me too. Eli's dad is wearing a jean vest. Eli's parents look insane. Eli's parents look truly insane. Eli's mother has these like enormous heart earrings that are hilarious. Eli's dad wears like denim vests. It's a time for everyone. I don't like Drew's like gray leather jacket. It was weird. Oh, I kind of liked that. Um, Fiona's wearing those like cute like lacy bobby socks at one point. I know it's like weird and specific, but whatever. That's all I have. (laughs) I don't have anything else. I mean, that's also basically all I have. There wasn't a lot going on fashion-wise. Like you said, there's the uniforms, and um, Eli has, like, a chain with a heart on it that's of very of the time. <laughs> but that's about it. Um, all right. So the episode starts with Claire's parents saying that they're going to sell the house, and they're not being very delicate about breaking this news to her. No, but also she's being kind of snotty. She is. I'm sorry. But I, I know mean, that I'm supposed to feel for Claire. Like, but she, her parents are getting divorced. It's like, I get it. P- kids are going to be snotty because it's like, you're like totally uprooting their lives. <laughs> totally. Um, And I also wrote down, of course, her dad has a condo because her dad is going to move out into a condo. And I guess her mom is looking for a new place. Yep. I don't know. But they could have been like a little bit more like, so honey, well, they, we're, they were divorced, like, we're selling the house. Well, they were planning on telling her that night, they said. She just like overheard a conversation. Oh. Yeah, also, but still. Claire is weirdly attached to this watch. Who remembers what they learned to tell time on? 
I don't know. I, I could not tell you how I learned how to tell time. It was right Me in neither. school. Exactly. <laughs> I learned how to tell time on that watch. Who remembers this? I don't know. Um, she's just clinging to anything. Um, then the theme song happens. And then also, but I also was like, why would you throw out a watch? It's not like it's taking up that much room. Seriously. <laughs> Like, why not hold on to it? Or if Claire wants it so bad, why just, like, let her have it. I don't know. It's so tiny. It's just dumb. Whatever. And then we find out that Claire is in Jesus Club because, of course, she is. Friendship Club? Friendship Circle? Friendship? Is what it, is it called? Is it still Friendship Club? I don't know. I don't know. Eli keeps calling it Jesus Club, which, which seems accurate. Which is what it is. And also, so Claire's Jesus Club friend is like, sorry, your family's crumbling. Yeah. <laughs> he was like... We said a big prayer for you at our church group or whatever. And she's like, yeah, I've been going through our time. Thanks. And he's like, it must suck to watch your family crumble around you. I was like, way harsh, Ty. God. Seriously. It was insane. It was ridiculous. Um, also, solid way harsh, Ty. That was a really good time to put that in. I, I wrote it in my notes. Amazing. Um, also, I guess Eli forgave Claire for being shitty to him last episode. They never really addressed how she was totally using him to, like, make her parents mad. I think he just realized that she's going through some stuff. Yeah. Because they, like, kind of talked about it. But I don't know. I don't know. I guess he forgave her because he, like, Um, loves her. But then he's like, wait, like, maybe they can share the house and, like, they can swish off by being in the house. And I'm confused about this. Which is an insane setup. And that's, like, who has three house money? I know, because... Or unless they are both, unless they share the house that they, like, go off to as well. Which well, is just what, weird. Well, that's what they end up doing at the end, yeah. which is still weird. And you're also, still, like, sharing everything with your ex. It's super weird. And it's just, like, an insane setup. It's like, like, you gotta fucking rip off the band-aid sometimes, I, guys. Like, most of my friend's parents were divorced. No one, like, was like, here, I'll cater to you, child. You live in the also, house. Claire's in, like, a, she's 16. It's like... You're a big girl. You can, like, go between two houses. It's going to be okay. Like, you'll be fine. Like, I understand, like, uprooting the family can be tough, but it's like, no, don't do that. Don't cater to the child because then you give the child too much power and it's not a good relationship for, like, a child to have with their parents if they, like, can exert that much control over them. Unhealthy. Oh, I forgot a fashion note. Um, I watched with my friend who had never seen the uniforms before and said <laughs> they all look like they work at Best Buy. It's <laughs> <laughs> so many like bright colors. Um, and then, oh, and then she gives him the watch. She gives Eli the watch. And then we learn that Eli's locker is insanely messy. And then we're with Adam and Drew and they're looking for volunteers for the food drive. And- apparently they need 40 hours of community service, which was not a thing at my school. You didn't need like hours of community service to graduate, I don't think. You I don't we only needed to do that if you were in like NHS or key club like for a certain club required you to do like twenty hours a semester. But it wasn't like for everybody. I have like a vague memory of needing hours of community service, but I don't remember how many, but I think forty sounds like kind of a lot for as like a mandatory for every person to graduate. Like I'm not saying it's not a good idea. But yeah, it seems like a I little mean, a lot. Forty in the whole year is not. It's twentieth semester is not. That's, that's super true. doable. Um, that doesn't sound like a lot to me. <laughs> um, it's a lot to do in like a week. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So I missed that how they needed the hours, but 
Maybe they're in NHS? I don't know. Anyway, then Fiona makes like a big entrance into the gym. And and, looks great as per usual. And then Drew and Adam are both drooling over her and ask her to help and they or convince her to help. They're like, you don't want to like wear a hairnet or whatever. And she's like, fine, I'll do that. And and I'm like, oh, it's hopeless for both of you. <laughs> Seriously. Um, God, and then we're with fucking Dave, who doesn't want people to know that his dad is a cop who works at the school. Which I'm like, why? I don't know. I don't. I don't know either. Like, I don't. Like, I don't who under- are you trying to? Imp- like, all of a sudden, you're trying to impress these basketball boys, but like, we've never seen them before. Never before in our lives. Um, but Dave is still good at basketball, and Wesley is left in the goddamn dust. Poor Wesley. Yeah. So he's like impressing the juniors with his basketball skills and leaving Wesley in the dust. Pretty much. And then we're back with Drew and Fiona, who. <laughs> Drew is super hitting on Fiona and she is super not interested and she just says, wow, that's a lot of flirt and walks away. Yeah. And I think he says, it's ironic that you're making something that measures heat or whatever. And she's like, it measures cans. Yeah. Which is great. She's just not here for Drew's bullshit. And then Adam is like, tough look, da da da. And Drew's like, give it time. I'll make her interested. And I was like, I don't like that. No, you should not have to coerce someone into liking you. And also, Fiona is not going to be into you, Drew. You are not her type. Nope. And then we're with Claire and her parents, and we get a we get a, like a couple Darcy mentions, which is we good. do. I love it. Throwing it back, like reminding us, like, oh yeah, this is why Claire is here. <laughs> yep. And shouts out Darcy slash Negrimes. And then Claire throws out her weird house sharing plan, and her parents which, are like, "Lol, no," because that's an insane proposition. It's crazy. Um. Also, okay, then we go to, like, the barbecue, the whatever restaurant that Holly J works at, which today I realized for the first time is called Little Miss Steaks. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, never noticed that until this nope. episode. It's a dumb name. Which is crazy. Um, and then Eli's there with his parents. Is Claire with him, too? Or does she well, meet them so later? Claire, like, Eli's there with his parents, who are, like, exactly who you think his parents would be. They're, like, aging, like, concert hopper rocker people. They're talking about bringing him to a Metallica concert as an infant. Yeah. Which, fine, whatever, do you? Um, now, like, seems like it, the concert. Seems like it would be bad for his ears, but sure. Okay. <laughs> um, and then Claire shows up because she, like, stormed out of her house after her parents were not going to meet her insane fucking demands right and she shows up and eli's parents are kind of bananas and his dad was like well if you ever need a place to stay you could totally stay with us and and then his parents say something weird that's like we've been trying to get someone into eli's room forever which sounds really weird weird in this cause without context that we learn later but it's kind of gross it's weird and gross because they, they do say specifically we've been trying to get a girl right. into Eli's room which is weird and gross also like, Eli, but you know what's weird like and I don't know if this is just like the actor not paying attention or if it was like an on purpose thing that I don't understand but Eli looks pissed from like the moment Claire arrives I think maybe he's just embarrassed by his parents I don't know maybe I don't know he looked like mad I was like wait what happened <laughs> did I miss the scene I think he's just uncomfortable and maybe embarrassed by his parents I don't but I don't know um, then we're with Adam, who's, like, calling Fiona a princess, and I'm like, I don't, I hate it when people are like, you're such a princess, like, I want to make you my princess. I hate that. Although they are, like, vibing. Although they totally have chemistry. Oh, my God, they're vibing so hard. I love it. I'm into it. Um, 
that's all I really remember from that scene. And then... And then we find out Eli's not a virgin, guys. Yep. Then we're back with... Eli Fox. Which, like, not surprising. I mean, Eli Fox. Let's, <laughs> let's be real. He's old enough to fuck. <laughs> Oh, it's never gonna stop being funny. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. I wrote down Eli's dead girlfriend stayed with him, and Claire is still like, "I'm not having sex till marriage." And he's like, "Yeah, I know." He's like, "Yeah, you've made that abundantly clear." Yeah, Thanks. and she's and like, "Does she's that like, bother We're you?" So different because she's like, "Does that bother you?" And he's like, "It's not my favorite, <laughs> but like I respect it," which is really the best you can exactly. Hope for. I mean, that's like the only thing you that's like the best case scenario from any guy who you're dating exactly <laughs> and especially then, a teenage boy they're exactly. all they're all hormones and dumb and then she's spiraling about their differences and then we're with drew and adam oh drew like totally facebook stalked fiona so Drew, like, totally Facebook stalked Fiona or something, and he's, like, wearing a suit and is pretending to be classy to impress her. Which, like, no, that's not, that's not how this works. Also, it's not a great suit. No. Like, it's fine. And it's, like, I guess technically dress code? I don't know. But, like, and he also is, like, I'm just gonna, like, act classy until, like, she likes me. When she literally just had this conversation with Adam yesterday that she's sick of, like, fake people. Right. And, like, guys pretending to be stuff they're not. Right. Then we're with Dave, and he's Which lashing Which felt pointed because of, of the Adam situation. Right. But I don't think she knows. Oh, no. She doesn't. She doesn't, yeah. but, like, it but was I definitely, I think Adam like, took it, like, hard. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, does that mean me, too? Exactly. And plus, like, you know, I think the Degrassi writers were also like, let's lean into that. Yeah, seriously. Um, but then we're with Dave, and he's lashing out, and I don't really remember what else. Oh, yeah, so Wes comes over and is like, so when do I get to meet them? I love meeting new friends. And I'm like, oh, Wesley. And Dave was like, no, you're not. I don't want to be a 310 forever. Like, I'm hanging out with these people now. And he's being an asshole. He's being a real I don't big dick to Wesley. I do not understand why Wesley and Connor continue to be friends with Dave, because he's the literal worst friend ever. He's a bad friend. He, like, tries to jump out of this friend group, like, every chance he gets, if he thinks it's going to, like, make him cooler, which is shitty. Like, Wesley and Connor should just be friends with each other and leave Dave in the goddamn dust. Seriously. Um, but they're too pure and nice, and they're never going to do that, because they're good friends. Then we're with... Fiona, she's reading an article about scar. Oh yeah, we're on the dot, and Fiona's reading a magazine about scarves, and he's shutting down Drew, who like comes up to her, and I don't know. I don't know. Like she very she very effectively shuts him down. It's pretty funny. My favorite part of this entire scene was when Fiona walks out the door, and Drew is looking dejected, and a total stranger walks by <laughs> and pats him on the shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> yep, just a strange man. It's fine. Don't worry about it. He's wearing a Degrassi uniform. <laughs> Um, but then we're with Claire, who's just who's thrown herself into friendship club. Oh, and, and Eli can, shows up. Yes, he does. But can we talk first about how the uh, after like the opening prayer, the leaning guy says, "Who wants to rap first? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, such a youth group. Oh, thing. youth group. Um, but, I just expected an acoustic guitar to show up at some point. Let's rap about the Lord. <laughs> um." And then, so yeah, and then Eli shows up, and I was like, how Darcy and Spinner 2.0. Right. But, like, probably better. Definitely better. And then Claire's like, if Jesus loves me so much, like, why would he make me go through all of this? And Jesus guy's like, God always has a plan. Do-do-do. He He's doesn't like, give you anything you can't handle. Like, like 
reciting Bible verses. Basically. He's like, Jesus is always there for you. And Eli is like, that is garbage nonsense. Yeah. And then like they both storm out or whatever. And Claire is like, have, she's like, I'm having a crisis of faith. Like you, I bet you're so happy about it. Da, da, da. I don't know. And, but e- then they have like the emotional, like Eli's like, I'm not going anywhere. Like, I know your parents aren't there for you and it's really tough, but I'm always going to be here. It's like a whole fucking YA, like emotional moment thing. I don't know. It's a whole thing. It's I don't know. It's a very eclair big moment, I'm sure. Yeah. It's in all of like the ship videos on YouTube. Probably. I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, here's the thing with Claire is that like I like Claire and I want to like Claire and I know Claire's going through some stuff, but I'm just like, you're being a brat. I'm sorry. Yeah, she's a teenager and her parents are getting divorced. Oh, no. I like I fully understand <laughs> and I'm understanding, but I'm also like I can't have kids <laughs> because I this entire thing, I'd just be like, you're being a brat, like which is not constructive at all. No, which is why I'm not having kids. <laughs> um, I have zero patience. <laughs> yeah. Do not have children. It's <laughs> literally what my mother says to me. <laughs> Um, but then I don't, oh, okay, I don't know. Drew and Adam are talking again. Yeah, Drew and Adam are talking and Drew's talking about how like Fiona blew him off and now there's like people at school are making fun of him for Fiona blowing him off because apparently everyone knows and I blame Best Buy t-shirt shoulder pat man <laughs> and he's saying that they're calling it Drewed off now instead of blew off. He's like, my stock is getting hammered like after the boiler room thing and now this and I'm like, hey Drew, this is all your fucking fault. Seriously. Boiler um, room and Allie are both your fault. Stop crying about it. You'll get over it. It's fine. But Adam is going to help Drew because Adam is a good brother. Right. Um. Then... And then Dave is, like, with, the, like, the b-ball boys. Well, no, he's, he's like, watching the b-ball boys. Can we call them this forever? Yes. With a Z at the end, by the way. Um, he's watching them talk to his dad, the cop. Oh, and right. The, his dad, which I thought was weird, just, like, walked up to these strange, like, kids and was like, I'm Officer Turner. And, like, just, like, it's like I'm here to make you, keep you safe or whatever. Go to class. I'm like, <laughs> wait, what? Why are you introducing yourself? I don't know. Um, and then, and then Dave goes up to them and is like, eh, fucking cops, am I right? Like, basically. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and then Wes comes up and just totally blows a spot and is like, oh, you met his dad, right? Officer Turner? La, la, la. <laughs> oh, no. He's, but he's like purposely being like diabolical. Oh, no, he, is. he is. It's the, it, I'm so proud of Wesley in this I moment. Know. I'm like, Wesley, you do you, man. And then all the b-ball boys are like, Dave, what are you, a narc? And Which, I'm like. When would they be narking? Like, you guys aren't even doing anything bad. Literally what I wrote down. I was like, what are you even narking on? Like, why are, why are you... A, why are you calling him a narc? <laughs> B, why are you so upset about this? If anything, having a friend whose parent is a cop can only help you. Exactly. Yeah, I don't... Like, what I fuck, don't understand the what logic What are they narking this? on? Like, what is that... Playing bas- basketball? What like, is, after hours Like, what? what is that basketball full of that you're so worried about? I don't know. I don't understand it. 
Um, I don't understand. Then we're with Claire and her mom, and they're looking at a photo of Claire, Darcy, and their dad in a Photoshop photo of them skiing. I remember Darcy. Darcy. And then there's like a weird conversation about ski lesson metaphors, how yep. her mom is like, I never learned how to do it. And Claire's like, you still can. She's like, it's too late now. She's like, even if I learned now, we'd be going down different hills. And I just, <laughs> and this is when I said out loud, metaphors. <laughs> and yeah it's weird and then claire goes over and then wait does claire go over to i don't know yeah, she goes what she, she like has like brain blast and like runs to eli and is like we should have sex basically like, i want to spend the night with you and then we hop over to adam and fiona and fiona comes over or adam is like hey princess fiona and fiona's like there's already a princess fiona and i'm not green <laughs> which was a cool Shrek reference. <laughs> that sweet, sweet Shrek reference. <laughs> Shouts out to Mike Patton, friend of the show, who makes a lot of Shrek jokes on his Twitter. Um, anyway, then Adam is trying to, like, hook up Drew and be like, Drew's not that bad. You should give him another chance. La, la, la. And I'm like, oh, forever the wingman, Adam. I know, right? And then Fiona's like, well, he should know that, like, I don't want anything serious and I don't want anything physical. And then, and then Adam Adam's is... Adam's face, like, lights up. It's amazing. <laughs> the acting on this kid is great. And then... And then we're with Eli and Claire, and Eli is like, no, we can't do this. I don't want you to give up on your beliefs. I know you're going through a hard time right now. I don't want us to make any, like, rash decisions. He and Claire's is- like, you don't want me! And, like, storms away, basically. Pretty much. She also... All right, two things. One, Adam is... Not Adam. Adam Eli. is. But Eli is a good dude. He's yeah. being a good dude. And Claire is just spiraling. And oh, yeah. also, she has her bike with her, but chooses to walk the bike away. Which leads <laughs> me to believe that this actress cannot ride a bike. <laughs> This is my conspiracy yeah, theory. Maybe I would believe it. It was kind of weird. <laughs> she was just like, she, "Well, I'll leave then." And like, walks like, the bike she, away, storms away, walking this bike. <laughs> I'm like, that is slowing you down. I just conspiracy theory. It's super weird. She can't actually ride a bike. Um, can't you not ride a bike, or is that somebody else? It's somebody else. Okay. <laughs> I can ride I feel a bike. Like somebody recently told me they couldn't ride a bike. I, I spent. <laughs> Like my entire like yeah. elementary school, middle school years riding my bike everywhere. Same. same. Everywhere. Yeah. Although, um, probably not very safe in hindsight. No. Like, very latchkey kid of us. Yeah. Of like my siblings and like everyone in the neighborhood would just ride their bikes all over town. Oh, yeah. Everywhere. Constantly. Yeah. Like alone with friends. Didn't matter. Always yeah. on my bike. Like all the way across town. I would yeah. ride my bike like just on the main road. All the way across town. I'd ride it to Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> and I'd get like a uh, like chocolatey coffee beverage and like just straight. Yeah, to it. I would like ride my bike to town center with because I lived in a town that small that it was like town center. And I remember one time my friend and I we were like out and we were out past curfew like at a gas station. It was nighttime. We were trying to call like his parents because they said that they would pick us up if it got too late or if it got too dark and we were calling his dad over and over and over again and nobody's parents were answering their phones 
and a policeman came up to us and was like, it's like 11 p.m. You guys are too young to be outside right now. And we're like, we're calling our parents. And it was very stressful. We ended up having to like bike back home at like 11 p.m. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's not good. No, not great. <laughs> not safe. Not safe. <laughs> my mom still like freaks out about that story. And she's like, why didn't you call? I think she was out of town or something. Yeah. And oh my, god. oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. No, but yeah, I used to ride bikes everywhere. You might be thinking of Michelle who very recently learned how to ride a bike. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it was somebody at work. I can't remember. Anyway. Um, that's the end of part one. <laughs> and so part two starts with um, is Claire's waiting for him at his locker? No, Eli's waiting for Claire and at her locker. she calls him a locker stalker. She does, which I enjoyed. But then Ugh, Eli... Claire. Oh, Claire. She says, was your ex turned on by rejection? So she starts throwing his ex-girlfriend in his face and is like, hey, you slept with her, Bermadoo. And then Eli goes, Julia's dead, Claire. <laughs> and then... Eli, and then I just wrote down, Claire, Eli cares about you and doesn't want to contribute to your spiral. Like, she's trying to, like, drag him down with her. Seriously. And also, like, you know, we all get, like, weird, gross jealousy about exes alive or dead, I guess. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> Sorry, Hong. Um, but, like... <laughs> spit my water out all over the microphone. <laughs> We're already only down to two. Um... <laughs> Come on, Claire. Be cool, man. Just be cool. <laughs> like, don't fucking bring up his dead ex-girlfriend as, Thank like, you. A, like some, a jab to use against him. That's really shitty. Um, And then, I don't know. I just wrote down Drew was so thirsty because he's, like, coming after Fiona, I guess. I don't know. I don't really remember. He, like, just cannot be cool. And then Claire comes around the corner and, like, she's like has just had this fight with Eli and like walks around the corner and looks at Adam who also looks bummed out because I think like Drew and Fiona are hitting it off oh yeah and then she said you look like I feel oh yeah <laughs> well you know what it is I think oh I just remember I think was this when Drew was talking about how like his like plan for taking out Fiona yeah maybe he was like remember. talking about how he was gonna like take her to the woods basically ew yeah I don't remember he's that. gross I don't know Drew's awful um oh yeah and then Claire starts venting to Adam and plans to break into Eli's room because he has her dad's watch and they're like broken up or I don't know she's like I need to get that watch back like he won't give it to me we're gonna go to his house and get it and I'm like this is super weird she and calls then, it a lunch rescue mission and I'm like I hate this and then she, she's like so where do you think you would have it and Adam's like oh no I never he's kind of weird about his room we never go in his room and I'm like all right wonder what that's about and then with fucking Dave and the B-Ball boys and Dave like has to prove himself to them by stealing something from his dad's car to prove that he's still cool, even though his dad's a cop. It makes no fucking sense. Um, but then we're with Adam. Also, like, I, I just, again, who the fuck cares if his dad is a cop? I don't understand this. I don't understand. The C-plot is stupid as hell. <laughs> Um, but then I think we're with Adam and Fiona. I don't know. I just wrote down. All right. Adam super loves Fiona. Don't push her into the arms of Drew. I think he's like, Drew's really cool. Like, happy for you guys. I don't know. And then he, I think Adam originally wasn't going to go with Claire, but then he decides to after he like gets bummed out about Fiona. So he shows up to help Claire with her robbery. And Eli's dad answers the door and he's definitely super high. (laughs) And then he lets, he, they're like, 
we're picking something up. He like Eli gave us the combination on his room. And there he's like, oh my god, that's great. Um, and also, can we talk about how there are just skulls on Eli's door to his bedroom? I mean, of course, of course there are. And also, of course, Julie ex dead girlfriend's death date is the lo- is the combination to the lock. Which also, I don't know how Adam knows that by heart, but I know, whatever. right? <laughs> Maybe Eli talks about it a lot. Um, and then this is when we find out that Eli is a hoarder. And I'm like, yep. where does he sleep? I didn't see a bed in there. <laughs> Underneath all the stuff. Underneath all of the garbage. Um, but then, oh my God, then we're with Dave. I don't know. I just wrote down, oh my God, Dave, you're such an asshole. Ew, he's stealing the taser gun. I think Wesley comes up and is like, what are you doing? And he's like, eh, go away, I'm doing this. I don't really remember. <laughs> I don't know. He's being a real dick. And I just like, they need to fucking drop Dave. Dave sucks. Dave is the worst. Um, and then Drew is talking to Adam about his plans to like take Fiona out, I guess. And then Adam totally lashes out. And then Drew totally puts him down and is like, you know why she won't like you. And like throws his transness into his face and it's gross. And I hate it. Drew is being a giant dick. Being a big asshole. I don't know. Everyone in this episode sucks. Because Adam's like, she doesn't even want anything sexual. Like, why can't I just date her? Like, you, like, won't even like her. I don't know. Da, da, da. It's stupid. I hate it. I super hate it. Um, And then, oh, God. And then I think it's the next day at school. And we see that Claire has cleaned out Eli's locker, which is totally, like, don't fucking go into someone's locker and clean it for them, even if they're not a hoarder. Because, like, that's none of your business. Seriously. And Eli immediately oh, has a meltdown. he freaks out. And he's, like, going through the garbage and is, like, trying to, like, he's, like, no, 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 no. Why does this happen? Like, it's, almost like, it's almost like an OCD thing. Like, I know that OCD yeah. people normally think it's like, has to be, like, an organized thing. But it's actually, like, basically, like, if something isn't, like, physically right, you think that someone's going to die. Yeah. That's In, def- like, extreme I cases. I think that's definitely, like, a common thread like with hoarders and like it's that it's all psychological it's yeah. all like a weird like holding on to the past and not being able to let go of things which is definitely very in line with Eli's feelings about his girlfriend or his ex his dead girlfriend and so he totally so but also if you know he's a hoarder you know you can't just like fucking rip off the band-aid you gotta ease them into that seriously Have you never watched an episode of hoarders claire was there hoarders could have been so many dead cats in that locker it's true i think hoarders was a thing by then probably and but like and also i just uh, like even if he was just like messy why would you like do don't that? go into someone's locker and clean it for them nobody that's like no that's like weird. overstepping boundaries it's weird and then we're with Adam and Fiona, like, outside of school. And Fiona missed Adam at the can drive thing. Yeah, and Adam is really jealous and then starts lashing out at Fiona, who's really confused, and she's, like, over being in the middle between Drew and Adam. Yep. Which is fair. <laughs> and then we find out that Dave took a taser from his dad's car. Um, yeah. And then the b-ball, head b-ball boy is like, we gotta test this on someone. And I was like, no, don't you dare put that near Wesley. And I think Wesley comes over and, like, makes, like, a sick jester burn on Dave. And then Dave fucking shoots Wesley with the taser, which is extremely dangerous. I'm pretty sure there are a lot of accidental deaths that have to do with tasing people. 
Like, you're a fucking psychopath, Dave. Why are you tasing Wesley? This is awful. It's I insane. It was crazy. It is insane. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? That was, like, the meanest thing that you ever could have done. And it was really dangerous. Like, that's... You're, like, physically harming someone who was your friend to impress other friends. Like, that's... that's gross. Psychotic. I hate Dave. I hate Dave so much. Um... And then we're with Claire and her parents, and her parents are like, mm, we're going to share the house, and then we'll share the condo when we're not here. Which is insane. I'm like, why? Who was pandering to their child this much? She's not even going to live there. She's going to be there for two more years. Maybe it's because she's only going to be there for two that more That might years. actually be it. Um, it might be that they're like, we only have to do this for a little bit longer. Yeah. I mean, the divorce probably won't even be final for like another year or so. Anyway, sometimes that takes a long time. Um, And then... We're with Drew and Fiona. And Fiona says, what's your brother's malfunction? And Drew says, depends who you ask. Yeah. And then and then he's like, oh, you don't know? And she's like, what? And then he's like, uh, he's really nice. <laughs> he Basically. Like, you think he's going to like be shitty and blow up his spot and out him without his permission? But then he doesn't because he's still like his brother. And he's like, oh, maybe I've been an asshole to my brother. He's still usually a good he's, brother. Yes. He and, just has his moments of being shitty. Yeah. Um, and then and then Eli's like in his car in the rain, and his mom comes in and is like trying to talk to him. And he's like, now she and he's like, now she knows the real me. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> that you're a hoarder? I mean, that's okay. And then we, it's like he doesn't want to forget Julia, la la la. His mom is talking him through it. It's very nice. He's so dramatically sitting in this hearse. Oh, in the, the rain. rain is coming down, and then as soon as their conversation ends, the rain clears up. Of course it does. Really, guys, um, it's a little heavy handed. Breakthrough. Um, and then, ugh, there were Dave and Wesley, and I'm like, Dave, you do not deserve his forgiveness. And also, this eye for an eye plan is dumb. And then, so, Dave is like, I'm so sorry, like, I shouldn't have done that. And then he's like, I'll let you tase me or something. And then, and then Wes is like, okay. And he's like, don't worry, it only hurts a lot. And then he doesn't actually tase him because he's a nice person. Yeah, and then Dave also says, don't tase me, bro, which, like, remember that? Yeah. And, and I'm like, and then he's like, we're fun. we're even now. And I'm like, no, you're not. They are not does even. not deserve your forgiveness, Wesley. Your you friendship. are too nice. You're so good. You're too You're pure too for pure. this earth. Yeah. You and Connor just ditch Dave. <laughs> Dave is the worst. He also brings nothing it. to the band. No. Let's be real. No. He just goes like, whoa. Oh. I don't yep. remember the words. <laughs> they were bad. Um, And he also can't sing. You had to auto-tune him. Heavily. <laughs> Heavily. Um, and then Eli is confiding in Claire about his hoarding. As he's wearing, like, the most Johnny Depp Pirates of the Caribbean jewelry I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. And then he's like, my mom's going to, like, telling me I need to see, I'm going to see a therapist. I'm like, um, yeah, you definitely need to see a therapist. How is he not in therapy? His girlfriend died. He should have been in it immediately. Seriously. Um, and then he's like. I want you to not give up on me. Lol. I don't know. And I think they're at her house, right? And she's like, you're stuck with me. Just like you said that you were, I was stuck with you. It's another like emotional eclair moment and they hug and it's nice and it's fine. And also she admits to being eventually open to maybe having sex. Yeah. <laughs> 
And then we're with Drew and... Oh, no, wait, no. The sex thing was later. Sorry. And then we're with Drew, and I don't really remember. I just wrote down, uh, now Drew is hooking Adam up, and he's being a better brother. And I guess, I don't really remember what happens. I guess Me he neither. must be with Fiona, and he's like, eh, Adam's cool. Talk to him. I don't know. Basically. I really don't remember what happened. Um, and then we're at the last scene. Um, Claire is helping Eli clean out his room, and then she, and that's when she's like, also, maybe I would eventually have sex. Yeah, he's like, I don't know what to throw away. And she's like, if it means something, keep it. And and then I was like, maybe throw away some of those popcorn tubs because you have a million of them, Why? and I know you will never use them again. Why? Let's start there. You Where are. is he getting enormous barrels of movie theater popcorn? Maybe it was all the times he went to the movies with Julia, and he's like, now I can never throw them away because Julia people, touched these. What is with people on TV bringing popcorn back from the movie theater? We talked about <laughs> we this in an Emma episode, before. but it still doesn't make any goddamn you never sense. Never eat it again. No, I never. I've never walked out of a movie theater with leftover popcorn. I have like. A few times in like like a long long time, like when I went with my family and there was a lot left over, but nobody ever ate it. It no. was just like, oh, we shouldn't waste this. And then it's like, oh, no one's gonna eat it. We're just throwing it away anyway. Exactly. I don't get it. I don't get it either. Anyway, yeah. And then they're and then I think she's like, I want you to have the watch. And then she's like, maybe we'll have sex one day, or something. I don't Kinda. Know. That's the gist. And, and then the, it ends. It's the vibe. <laughs> And, yeah, and then it's over, and then Spirit Squad crapped <laughs> Um, I'm going with Eli for working through his shit. I'm going to go with Wesley for just being, being the only pure. blameless person in this entire episode. <laughs> yeah. His one fault is being too nice, I guess. Um... Ship, I guess Clarity. Actually, no, Adam and Fiona. I'm Adam, and Fiona. Adam and Fiona. Um, moral. I don't know. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> Pretty much. Don't that works be an for, like, asshole. Like most people in this episode. <laughs> um. All right. Sure. I guess we're gonna go with that for our moral. Um. What kind of? I know we have a review. Oh, we do. Yeah. All right, so do you want to do the review? It's your turn, I think. I know, I just need to think about it. All right, I got it. So we have a review from CraigFan23, and... Oh, maybe we should do Craig then. I mean, I was we've done so many Craigs, but I had an Eli one in mind. <laughs> Actually, no, I can, re, I can refit it to Craig. I can refit it to Craig. Okay, so... I hope we haven't done this before. We might, we've maybe done this before, but I'm going to do it anyway. So you are in like a really cool vinyl store and some like really cool in Toronto. And you're like searching through all the stacks. You're trying to find like this one specific insert, really cool band to you name here. And it's really rare and you've been looking for it everywhere and this is like your last hope and you're thumbing through you're thumbing through and you notice this like really cute guy next to you who's like also kind of like looking in the same area as you and you're both like kind of furiously looking and then all of a sudden you like find it and then you both reach for the same super rare whatever the fuck vinyl and you're like um excuse me i was here first like this is gonna be mine he's like oh no you don't understand like I need this for my collection 
So you like kind of fight over it and you eventually end up having to like flip a coin for it and he ends up winning and you're like, ah, God damn it. Where am I going to find this thing? And he's like, I'm really sorry, but I really need this. And he like buys the thing, but he's like, hey, I feel bad. Why don't I like take you out for like a consolation coffee or something? And then you learn that this man is Craig Manning and you Damn. guys headed off and you're like, getting coffee and you end up talking for like hours and it's really great. And then you're like, uh, all right, well I better get going. Like I'm gonna I gotta go take this bus over here. And he walks you to the bus stop. And as you're waiting for the bus to get there, he's like, Hey, I had a really awesome time with you can I get your phone number what are he, he's like actually no he's like I had a really awesome time with you I think you should actually have this vinyl like I can go look for it another time like take the vinyl and then and then he's like I, and I left something in there for you like look at it when you get on the bus so you get on the bus and you open it up and you see that he wrote down his phone number on the record and then you do with that what you will. You had a magical day with Craig. Maybe you call him and you go somewhere. Maybe you just want that special day held in your mind. But that's my fan fiction for you. I love it. <laughs> all right. Um, so I think that's all the grapevine we have. Yeah. It's a little lighter this week. I like it. Um, all right. Well, if you would like to be on a future grapevine segment, you can... Tweet at us at Degrassi Pod or on Instagram at Degrassi Pod. You can email us at whatever it takes podcast at gmail.com. We're on Tumblr, whatever it takes podcast.tumblr.com. You can listen to us pretty much anywhere, but if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that would be super cool. And if you leave us a review, you will get your own Degrassi inspired fanfiction made up for you on the show on the spot. And if you would like to follow me personally on Instagram and Twitter. It is at Hollandtacular. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelsucks with a Z at the end. And Holland, what do you want to recommend? Um, did I recommend Victoria yet? The show? Mm, I don't think so. So I'm going to recommend Victoria. It is a show about a young queen, Victoria. Um, it's through, it's like a masterpiece theater classic whatever show but it's on pbs but the first season is on amazon prime i watched the entire first season in a day last week and when i was hungover and it was great and it's really good i highly recommend it if you're into like period dramas what about you um i have i recommended big mouth i think so hmm. all right so i'm not gonna recommend big mouth although i did just finish big mouth and lovesick and it was great love lovesick oh my god they were both really fun um so what i am gonna recommend is this new podcast that i've gotten into lately it is called let me make sure i'm getting it right it's called atlanta monster all right <laughs> and it's it's really good it's another true crime podcast and it's all about like um, all these African-American boys who went missing in, like, the 60s, and it's just, like, very complex and good. And that is it. Cool. All right. Well, that is all that we have for you guys today. Thank you, as always, to Jay for our wonderful theme song, and thank all of you for listening. Goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.